0: new business development, appointments, which is first time appointments with buyers and sellers to sign them as clients, negotiating them under contract, executing the contract, and then building systems. Everything else, just think about it. All the other stuff you do is not going to earn you $250, 500 $1,000 an hour. The real estate industry has failed to create a clear path to time and money freedom. Having helped over 5,000 families in my real estate career and coached thousands of agents to scale their businesses, I know what works and what doesn't. And my goal on this podcast is to share it all with you, the good, bad, and ugly of building a highly lucrative lifestyle business so you can focus on what truly matters in life. You won't find any hype or fluff on this show, just real-world tactics and strategies that get results. You just got to do the work. Welcome, real estate business builders. This is the time of year, my favorite time of year. Yes, it's the holidays, uh, but more importantly, this is the time of year where we get to think about what's possible for our future. So I'm going to put out a series, probably two or three uh, episodes here where we're going to cover just how to think about the future. Uh, how I've thought about the future. Uh, when I was in my heavy growth years, when the market was crumbling uh, around me in the great recession years, 2008, 9, 10, those were my biggest growth years uh, in real estate, then 11, 12, and you know, went from 44 transactions in my first full year as a solo agent to 453 transactions a handful of years later. And I only had 10 producing agents, and I worked like 40 days uh, that year. You probably have heard me said all that Uh, say all that in the past, uh, but I I do just want to reiterate that I've been there. uh, I've been doing this for a long time, 10 years in uh, to Real Estate B-School. A thousand plus agents have been through our world, but this is not about me. It's all about you. Uh, So Let's get after it. If you're not in my free Facebook group, it's the same title as the the podcast, Real Estate Business Builders. There's a handout called Putting Your Life First, the step-by-step guide to a balanced business and life plan. So uh, you definitely want to get in there, grab that document. Uh, I think there's a post in there, um, may even be in the file section in that group. We've got lots of free giveaways and weekly trainings and all that good stuff. So you can find that. I think there's a post where you just put my life first, make a comment and my team will get that out to you. So if you've been following along for any period of time, I am all about helping you guys increase your net worth so you can take more time out uh, time off, uh, and ultimately put the things that matter most in your life. When I was new to the business, uh, my son, Anders, who just started driving, he's 16 now, but back in 2008, uh, well, 2007, November, 2007, that's when I got my first part year in real estate. And it was sideways. I I learned how to sell a lot of homes, very simple process, generate leads, have conversations with them meet with them sign them up as clients and sell them a home 27 homes my first 10 10 months in real estate uh, but it was sideways i was working all the time uh you know uh, the year 2008 uh, anders turned 1 and i was working even more than 7 days a week i i i almost think i i I rationalized that I didn't work Sundays, but in reality, I, I worked Sundays. I was on my phone all the time. I was not where I needed to be. Uh, and that really did motivate me. And I told my wife at the time, <clears throat> you know, that I left a, a pretty cozy corporate job uh, when we, uh, just as we were getting married, I made this decision to pivot from uh, a, a multiple six-figure corporate job, uh, including stock options and, and all that good stuff, Awesome benefits to get into real estate as the market crumbled three months after I got in. So I was just like, "Trust me, honey, I've got a plan." And ultimately, I'm not going to go into my my background story, but I I did not uh, have a cozy um, upbringing. Uh, My dad was uh, a bit of an entrepreneur, but he was also struggled with uh, addiction uh, through uh, alcoholism and a lot of chaos. Uh, So I wanted to be able to show up in business as a husband, as a dad, like he was not uh, able to. So like I said, this is not about me. It's really about you. We have to ground your plans, whether it's a three-year vision, a one-year plan, 90 days, we'll talk about all that. But we have to ground it in what your why is. The first business plan I wrote, uh, it was 2000, late 2009. I decided I was going to just geek out and, and build this really uh, extensive uh, plan i started with a blank piece of paper but i had a, a lot of um i didn't have any of this in my life but i just decided what my life was going to be 3 5 and 10 years out from a production standpoint and from you know the hours that i worked and the lifestyle and vacations and how much money i saved and how much money i gave and and all that good stuff and what was it was going to take to do it and then every year since then i've had slightly different Ah, uh, versions of plans. Uh, now I follow more of a, a life planning system, uh, where I've got it's probably like a twelve-page document, and I have ten areas of my life where I'm, I'm very intentional about how how I want to be remembered, what my personal vision is, what my priorities are. Uh, I have like when I wake up, these are the things I want to think, and this is why I do what I do, and I want the same thing for you guys. So the question I have as we kind of kick off this planning series is, you know, do you have a plan in place to achieve meaningful goals in the areas of life that matter? Right. I'm not talking new year's resolutions, you know, uh, we're like three days after you post on Facebook, you know, you're eating, uh, a, a, like a McDonald's adult happy meal. I think they just came back, uh, with a big shake and it's like hashtag, you know, new year's resolution fail. Right. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, a process in place to actually get after, uh, your, your plans and, and actually achieve the goals that you set for yourself. And, and if you do, is it working It is the more important question. So, uh, let's get into what, why planning matters specifically. It is a crazy time we, we have in real estate. A lot of us are married. A lot of a lot of us have kids. We're in real estate, so we have clients that are really demanding. It's like all out of bounds all the time, evenings, weekends, all the insanity of it. And so there are all these competing priorities. On top of that, we're in information overload. It is absolutely the most extraordinary time ever, whether it's, I suffer from, um, you know, going down the YouTube rabbit hole on a daily basis. I've struggled with Netflix. Um, I don't struggle as much with social media, but I know a lot of folks do, uh, the 24 hour news cycle. I've been in that sort of tailspin. Uh, I was out of it for like 12 years. I got into it for a year around like, you know, post COVID and, uh, just all the insanity, but it's all designed to get us out of doing what we want to do in our, um, in our lives. So on top of all of the other roles we have as a parent, a spouse, you know, God forbid, we want to work out and you know have any self care time or you know travel or spend time with friends. Uh, real estate, on top of that, almost takes all of that opportunity away from us, right? We have to play a different game, and and I think the reason I was able to scale my business uh, to the point where uh, I was working minimal amount of time in the business and I was making a seven figure income. I played a different game. So I just viewed it as a business where, like, of course, I needed to figure out how to generate leads and then... I needed to have conversations and, and warm up those needs leads and nurture those leads and set appointments, meet with buyers and sellers, you know, convince them to become become a client of mine, deliver on the promises I made, and then if I did all of that in the right way, they would, you know, this virtuous cycle I cr- cr- would create where the client care process actually turned into a lead gen lever. So we have to play a different game, and and then also realize that, and we're seeing this now big time. Uh, I think NAR, uh, National Association of Realtors, is estimating 25 to 30 percent of agents will get out of the industry in the next 12 to 24 months. Generally, we're a commodity. There are too many of us. The bar, uh, the bar to get into real estate is really, really low, and you know we, we have to. Even if you're not one of those agents, even if you're the the 10 percent that are just pro level, you have to realize that we're viewed as a commodity. So. Let's, uh, and that's important because when it comes to planning, you know, you need to consider like, how, what is your marketing strategy? Is it, you know, the, the, the me monster, the, the image uh, advertising that most agents do, that's not what the public wants. So let's talk about how we get there. Number one, and you guys have heard me talk about it before, as you consider the next one, three, five years, you have to calibrate um, and make decisions about what your worth is. So number one is to know your worth, There's a calculation we do in real estate B-School. It's called the business freedom index. Essentially, we look at the amount of money you make per unit of time you put into your business. It is possible. It took me a few years to crack the code to get to 250, 500, 1,000, 2,000. And I got up to over $3,000 per hour in my real estate business. So uh, you have to know what your number is now and what you want your number to be in terms of business freedom index. Number two is that you need to be really honest with yourself about, are you being productive versus just busy? There's a really good definition by Dan Kennedy. Productivity is the deliberate strategic investment of your time, talent, intelligence, energy, resources, and opportunities in a manner calculated to move you measurably closer to meaningful goals. So if you were to measure your productivity on a daily basis with that definition as the backdrop, what is your score on a, on, on a regular basis? There's only five things that make you money in real estate. It's... Uh, New business development, which comes in two, it's an acronym, P-L-A-N-S, prospecting, lead follow-up, that's new business development, appointments, which is first-time appointments with buyers and sellers to sign them as clients, negotiating them under contract, executing the contract, and then building systems. Everything else, just think about it, all the other stuff you do is not going to earn you $250, $500, $1,000 an hour. So we have to calibrate our goals in our business around that. Number three is that there's absolute freedom in structure. There's absolute freedom in structure. And so when we think about our future, um, I challenge you to begin with the end in mind. The reason I was able to have the kind of income and lifestyle and time off and all of that is I I was constantly, and I still do this on on an annual basis. I'm constantly looking out three years. So ask yourself the question and write down the answer. Where do I want to be three short years from now? In your business, the hours that you work, in your relationships, in your physical body, your spiritual journey, Right. write all of it down. It's not rocket science. There's no complicated, it's just a vision. Just write uh, paint the picture for yourself of what you want it to look like in a, in the future, and then then we break down the three year vision into an annual plan, and ask yourself what must I accomplish this year so that I'm leaving no chance that I won't uh, realize that three year vision. <clears throat> so paint the picture in every area of your life for the three year vision. What must you ac- accomplish in the first year? That's twenty twenty four. And then we break it down, we, we construct our quarters. So we begin with the end of mind, it's three-year vision. We create an annual plan. That's the annual plan. <clears throat> Chunk down that vision into tactical, um, specific, measurable. You know, we've got a smarter acronym. I've done some training on that. And then we break out the first quarter. So the first quarter of next year, what has to happen for you to be on track to to achieve your annual plan and to realize your three-year vision? And then we break it down into weekly. What are your top three for the coming week based on the quarter, which feeds into the year, which feeds into the three-year vision. And then we dominate your days. You're looking at your top three for the week. You're looking at the commitments you made for the quarter, which feed into the year, which feed into the three-year vision. Now I know I'm going through this pretty high level. This is the process though. It's not all that complicated. So I know I've gone through it quick. I want you to go back, pause. If you're uh, looking at this on YouTube, just pause the video, pause the podcast, Uh, and take the time to do this stuff. There's no urgency on this, but it's massively critically life-changing important, I promise you. And then cash follows your calendar, right? What you do on the daily, if you you haven't been through some, I think we did a time freedom training in the Facebook group. So go over to the Facebook group, Real Estate Business Builders, where I actually lay out what an ideal week looks like. If you're on the YouTube video, you can see it on the screen um but i just lay it out this is what it has to look like i have not met a single person i've not coached a single person that didn't have massive financial and time freedom because they time blocked and they honored those time blocks right so the the fourth thing here so let me let me let me review here the the third was freedom and structure we talked about the 3190 the weekly the daily the second was productivity uh, be productive not busy and the first was to know your worth so Now, number four here is uh, thinking Systems. You know, there's uh, uh, the founder with Michael Keaton, it's the story of Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's. Um, His view about that speedy system, there's a scene, um, if you go to YouTube and you you, uh, look for speedy system, the founder, where they're designing the business on a tennis court. And granted, we're not flipping burgers, but if you think about your business as a system of systems, Um, it will help you sort of calibrate what you need to do to build a better business that doesn't necessarily every little thing runs, you know, on, on you and your efforts, really good quote from a great book called atomic habits. Actually, if you're watching, uh, watching this 1% better every day is, is one of his sayings, uh, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And then the fifth part here is that you have to regularly assess. So you have to have a feedback loop, right? The three-year vision, the one-year plan, the, the construct your quarters, 90 days, when your weeks is the weekly, dominate your days is the daily. They all feed into each other. And we need to sort of be honest with ourselves about um, what we're, we're doing against that plan. Uh, you have to have some emotional leverage, right? You can't, um, for me, it was having young kids and not wanting to be like my dad. He was a f- failed in business, failed as a husband, failed as a dad. Uh, and, and I just didn't want to be like that. So I was highly motivated and I thought about that quite often. And then when it came even to something as simple as working out, uh, I thought about how my dad and en- his life ended. He had a five year slow death, had a stroke at age 69, I think, and died at age 74. And it was a painful, painful five years. He essentially died when he was 69. And, you know, just to see him just lifeless for the most part for five years, that motivated me in a weird sort of maybe somber kind of way, but it was easy for me to go work out when I thought about my my dad and how I had to bring my kids to see him every Sunday. And it was just so depressing. Uh, and it, I had so much angst over it and unresolved stuff. Um, and I was just honest with myself and I used emotional leverage. Uh, and then the last point here, I think this is the last point, six is to run your race. Do not compare yourself to others. What's the expression? Um, Comparison is the thief of joy, something like that. In real estate, it's easy to look at like, oh, that agent seems to have everything together. You know, they're putting, they do a ton of production. They take vacations. You know, you don't know anything about their life. You don't know if their their marriage is strained. You don't know if um, they're working every second of that vacation where they post post that picture perfect. Um, Uh, snapshot of their family, right? My wife actually just wrote a book called Picture Perfect based on this concept. You need to focus on yourself. Um, And then the game, and I I just talked to this, um, had a conversation with my son recently. He's trying to um, train hard enough and, and get good enough at volleyball to go D1. And I told him, I said, it's just you versus you. Sometimes they'll have a bad game or they lose a game. Or I said, it really doesn't ultimately feed into the the game that you're playing Anders. Yeah. You want to win. You want to be a great teammate Teammate. You want to lead on the court. You want to do all those things, but you're playing a a bigger game. Like your, your, your goal and it's his goal. I I don't really push him. Um, but he's so motivated to go D one. I said, it's just you versus you. And I said, there are going to be times where you feel like playing video games and you probably should do a workout, right? That's just you versus you. There's nobody in that moment. I'm not going to make you do a workout. It's like you need to make the decisions to do the kinds of things that you need to do to achieve the results that you say you want, right? So just be honest with yourself Are you putting goals out there that maybe you're not doing the things required to achieve the goals you set for yourself. I was willing back in the early days, I was willing to do whatever it took. I was highly motivated um, and, and I was not going to let my family down. And so I was able to to actually do the work of a a salesperson on a regular basis and just know what your next right thing is. So your next right thing isn't to go on radio or do billboards because like an agent that sells 500 homes in your market does that all that stuff's not profitable. I know it. I've I've looked at more than a thousand businesses and some of these are big businesses that do those things. So don't think like, Oh, I got to do billboards stupidest thing ever. Right? Uh, I got to get on TV. You do not need to get on TV. I need to be in the movie theaters because this agent, those agents aren't making money, right? It's your next right thing. So use that process. I want you to take a little bit of time uh, to to contemplate a three year vision. You know, construct that that one year plan. Think about the ninety. All I have to offer you, if you guys ever want to do anything deeper with real estate B score, I've got a program called the Million Dollar Agent Method, and you can actually go to million. DollarAgentMethod.com. I think there's like a seven minute video on the page. It'll give you all the information uh, you need about. It's a 90 day program, but it all starts with the conversation. So Go to milliondollaragentmethod.com if you want to learn more. We take you through this whole process. We dial everything in your business. We install all of our lead gen systems, all of our lead conversion systems, our consultation frameworks, all of that stuff. So head over there. I will be back next week with an add on training. I think I may have one or two more along this theme of uh, sort of annual planning, vision, how to break down your marketing for the year and all that good stuff. So much love, uh, much respect. We'll talk to you soon. Be good.